0: My guest today is Lisa Linky. I met her and know her from Chicago, where she's an improv staple. Everybody knows Lisa Linky, not only as being a hilarious person, but being someone who loves dogs. This woman will do just about anything for dogs, and I'm pretty sure she's helped give homes to pups in like half of the Chicago comedy community. She's now in L.A. where she is the star, creator, and producer of Dog Moms, the web series. That's right, we got Waggy Lee on the show. Owner
1: of Waggy Lee Dog Company, I am the preeminent dog trainer. And if there's any working dog in Hollywood or on Broadway, I've trained it. Bottom line is, I train winners.
0: Coming up on Two Girls, One Pup.
2: Grab that leash.
0: Hey everybody, it's your host Monique Madrid here with Comet the Pup who is falling asleep at the table. I'm sorry I'm boring you. We're gonna talk to Lisa Linky in just a minute, but first things first, everybody grab a leash. Let's go outside, be a responsible dog owner. Don't be a dick. Pick up your poop, people. And let's go outside and meet some dogs in our neighborhood. All right, so wait, what's her name again? Ketzel. What kind of name is that?
2: Okay, so it's of her heritage. She's part Chihuahua. And uh, the ancient Aztecs, or as they were called, the Mexican people, uh, they worshipped. One of their gods was Quetzalcoatl, who was this uh, feathered serpent. And they had this bird called the Quetzal, which is uh, rather rare. But it's this beautiful uh, green punk rock. It's got a little mohawk. It's a cute bird with these long feathers, two long feathers on its tail. And it was reserved strictly for royalty. You'd get like stoned to death for wearing these feathers unless you were the king. So they would pluck these feathers and make these robes and uh, uh, ha- headdresses out of them, and there's still a surviving headdress made of nothing but gold, silver, and quetzal uh, plumes that Montezuma gave to Cortez when he first met him, and it's in some uh, museum in Spain. It's this huge, beautiful thing. Or so, you
0: could just say it rhymes with pretzel.
2: Well, that's how you tell people what the heck it is. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs>
2: but that's where it's from.
0: But why, I mean, not, not that she isn't a beautiful feathered chihuahua dog? Like, yeah. why that name?
2: Uh, well, because I'm really into dragons. And so I, knew, I didn't, I don't know much German mythology, strangely enough, but I knew a little bit of Mexican, uh, and, and so I wanted to name after a dragon because I'm a D&D nerd, and so Quetzalcoatl, um, or Quetzal. But we use the Americanized version of it, which is K-E-T-Z-A-L, but now I feel disappointed because people, it's Q-U-E-T-Z-A-L, which is much cooler. So whenever we spell it for vets, we're like, what's her name? We're like, Quetzal, and they go, oh, Q, and I'm like, no, I, I feel like I named my kid Michelle with like a K in it or something. <laughs> I thought it'd be, and then I realized like my name is Sean, and if I was S H A W N, I'd be pissed. Like sure. it's S E A N, I should have just done the same thing. Yeah. But it's too late now; and she'll get confused.
0: Yeah, she. Whenever she fills out her own form, she'd yeah. be like, I don't know how to spell my name.
2: Yeah, so I don't want to do that to her.
0: <laughs> Lisa Linky, welcome to the Two Girls One Pop podcast we have so much to talk about. And oh, we have so much to talk about. You're an improviser? I am. You are an actress? I am. You're a writer? I am. Do you consider yourself a dog activist? I don't know if that's the right Ad-activist. term. <laughs> a dog activist? A dog activist. I you know what? I would say that I am, cuz I think other people would. And I think if people were to describe you animal lover, dog rescue, dog, yeah. that would be way up. There. For sure. Also like we, I mean you're like an you're like the person that And I'm vocal about it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're very good at – but I think you like that lots of things. Women's issues, (laughs) recycling. I mean, I'm kind of an asshole about
1: everything I believe in, for sure. (laughs) For sure. Well, you're
0: really good about it. I wish I was better about that stuff. Thank you.
1: I mean, I will say that's something that I do like about myself is that I do walk the talk. Like, I do walk the talk, and you're hard-pressed to find somebody who hasn't – you're hard-pressed to find somebody – that's the wrong way to say that. You know, like when something bothers me, I research it a lot so that I'm well-informed. Like I'm kind of the anti-American in that sense. Mm -hmm. Like I'm happy to be well-informed. I'm happy to do my research. I'm happy to be an educated consumer so that I can make a choice that I feel right with so that I can boycott a brand or a company that I don't feel right with. And so, um, you know, I haven't shopped at Target. I probably made about about $20 worth of purchases at Target over the last 10 years. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm an asshole about
0: it, and I'm ha- I'm fine. I won't shop at Walmart, mm-hmm. but there's two reasons. Mm-hmm. One is they're gross, and I don't like the idea of... An old person you know, greeting me. Well, <laughs> you right. I don't like the idea of... I don't like the whole inequality. Um, oh, it's terrible. That stuff is gross and the way they treat women. But also, I got caught shoplifting there when I was 19, and I'm technically not allowed back.
1: That was a great bet. That's that you, not,
0: it's the truth.
1: But I mean, the way that you executed that <laughs> was
0: flawless. It's true, though. It's uh, Technically, I feel like they don't have my picture up anywhere, so they probably wouldn't know. And if I'm ever in a small town, like doing a show and there's no else, nowhere else to go but Wal- Walmart. Is it
1: like a thrill for you to walk in and I'm see if they recognize you? And I pay
0: in cash or I make Corey pay.
1: I mean, my guess is that there are so many people millions, who are shoplifted. Millions. But it's a th- real thrill for you. What were you shoplifting?
0: Oh, you know. Like, no, I don't. Like makeup and probably some panties and like, I don't At know. At 19? Oh, I was way too old to be doing it. Okay, sure. go, there we go. I could have been 18, Here's but a- I was I was like, yeah. Here,
1: okay, so the moral asshole that I am today that espouses like, um, I do this. And I don't demand that other people do it. Like, I'm happy to talk to you about it if you want to know a question about what, you know, why do you buy cruelty-free makeup? You're like, why do you do, you know, like I'm happy to talk to somebody as long as they want to sure. about why I do it. But it doesn't bother me that like people eat, you know, meat that I don't eat. It doesn't bother me. Are you vegetarian? No, I don't eat. Um, Here's the way I say it. I don't eat four-legged. And then some guy will be like, what about two? Like, what about man? <laughs> um, And I'll be like, yes, I do eat dick. Thank you. <laughs> And it's been a while. So if you're offering up your penis. I'm hungry. Yeah. But um then sometimes I say wings and scales, but then people say, What about turkey? And I say, It does have wings. Have you not seen a turkey? <laughs> and then somebody else just said, um, no hooves. And that's the best way, the most elegant way I've heard about it. So oh. no, no hooves is the way that I'll describe so it from of like here on kosher. out. Is that? Well, do they I'm you too eat waspy shrimp? to know. Do you eat shrimp? I do. Except some once when I was little, I saw them with their feet on in a buffet, and I imagined them swimming, and it's really hard, and I feel bad about it. Anyway, okay. So I'll talk to people about it. I don't. I don't expect you to do it. Right. You know, and I don't get mad when people do it. Um, but I think so ethical me. When my girlfriends in sixth grade or fifth grade asked, we all went in to try and shoplift. I went in. We went in one at a time. Did you go tell on them? No, I went in and I bought it, and then went out and told them that I had shoplifted it. <laughs> I didn't want to break the rules. Aww. But I didn't want to be uh, ostracized from my.
0: Yeah, you still wanted to be cool.
1: I did. Of
0: course. Yeah, right. Where do you think this passion for dogs came from? We always had dogs growing
1: up. My, my Where'd you grow up? Sorry. I grew up in Champaign, Illinois. Uh, home of the University of Illinois go fighting Illini we uh, we always had dogs when I was born my parents had their still had their first German Shepherd Shotzi she was so silver German Shepherd um, and then we had uh, Brandy and then we had Honey Bear <laughs> and then we switched out of German Shepherds because they were a very popular breed and did you,
0: did you guys how did you get these dogs
1: my parents researched the breed, like the breeder, and
0: oh, okay, so um, they were breed dogs.
1: They were, oh, and at that
0: time, like it was not a big, people weren't talking about
1: that. No, and I, I mean, I think the population, prob was a problem, but not like what it is today, right? Because you know when they show you those graphs of like if two dogs have puppies now, and you know, I mean, it's been yeah. thirty years of unchecked population, so this
0: was before Bob Barker started. It really people, was, probably,
1: yeah. Um, and so, um. Yeah, and then we had our last dog, Honeybear. Was German Shepherds were really popular at the time, and she had degenerative um, dysplasia. She had uh, her spine was deteriorating. Aww. She had all these issues, and so my parents were just like, "We're not going to do this again." And so my mom spent a lot of time investigating breeds.
0: That's where you get your. <clears throat> um, I will investigate it's from your mom. Probably,
1: yeah, but well, both of my, I mean, I come from a family of educators, so. Yeah, if you don't understand it, you have to learn about it. And then we um then we had a, a Australian shepherd named Buddy oh. who was the Marley and before Marley and me but but a amazing dog. And then we had then my mom got another dog and by then I was living on my own and had my dog. So Wait, that's always dogs. Six dogs? Always dogs, yeah. That's a lo- five, what? five or six. And That's then, a lot of dogs. You know, I mean, when my mom was growing up, they remembered their dogs because they had Big Peppy and Little Peppy, and they had, <laughs> you know, like it was just always dogs in the family. Always, always dogs.
0: Um, did you get to name any of them? I wanted to name
1: Buddy Murphy, but my mom chose Buddy because I was in high school and I'd be going off to college. But then the dog that my mom has now, the rescue my mom has now, now we always just have rescues. Um The one she has now, she named Murphy. Aww. And I was like, oh, that was really nice. Yeah. Aww. No, I didn't get to name him. I only named Wrigley when okay. I was living in Chicago. And I was before I got him, I was like, I'm going to get a collar and a tag <laughs> with Wrigley on it because then if it's a boy or a girl, it'll be fine. And I didn't think that there'd be like 3 million Wrigley's in the Wrigleyville area. But now
0: you live in LA, so like. And people are like, like the gum? I'm like, exactly. Exactly like the gum.
1: I mean, yeah, it's crazy.
0: And how long before you started improv?
1: I started improv in grad school in Champaign in 98.
0: 98. And then more importantly, how long till you got a dog of your own? Wrigley? Wrigley was your first dog on your own? Yeah, I've had he's he's
1: 11. Our my adoption anniversary is with him this October. So Are you going to have a party? We usually do. We do something. You do. Of course um you do. so
0: 2005? Wow. Yeah.
1: It took you that long to get a dog? Well, I was in an apartment. I shared an apartment. Um and it it wasn't conducive. But the first time I moved into my ta- my my condo and then after I broke up with my horrible boyfriend, then I got a dog.
0: And it was Wrigley. It was Wrigley. But you have two dogs now.
1: I do. Well, and wait. What
0: kind of – I'm sorry to back up yeah. for a moment. What kind of dog is Wrigley?
1: He's a mutt, although now you're supposed to say mixed. Um, wait. Because mutt is derogatory. Are you kidding?
0: Wait. I'm who's not kidding saying you, this? Everyone.
1: So if you say – sometimes, especially out here, if you go – he's a mutt, they'll go, oh – and so if you say, "Oh, he's mixed. He's a mixed are you breed." You
0: fucking kidding me. Mm-hmm.
1: You can't even check like this. Mutt isn't an option anywhere like to check. It's always mixed breed, mixed breed, Hold on. Breed, Where are breed.
0: you checking things? Like Like when you like at the For vet. his job application.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. For his passport. Wait. Um, you know. <laughs> for his SAG application. Sure, sure. No, like uh yeah, for like the vet or for their home again chip or anything like that. It's all what? mixed breed. Mutt is derogatory.
0: Oh, man. I use Mutt is such a good. I use it all I the time. I call myself a mutt. I I do I'm a, too. I'm a mud. Yeah, so he's a mixed
1: breed. <laughs> I didn't. I. I didn't know. I thought maybe he was like Basenji or part. Everybody. Always, and when I was walking in Chicago, people would say. Is that a dingo? And I'd oh, be like... Oh, yeah,
0: that's what he looks like. I was trying to explain what kind of dog he was to yeah. Sammy, and I was like, he's, I don't know. It's not Golden Retriever, he um, but he's a big dog. Well, he's 35 pounds. He's actually very light for his size. Yeah, he's thin. He is. He is thin. So Chris Biddle, who
1: lived with me for a while, came in and saw him and said, oh, that's a, Cal- a Carolina dog. And I said... <laughs> <laughs> that that's not even a breed. I don't even know what pick that a state. is. State, right? Yeah. Oh, look at this Idaho I, dog. So I crop right over to Google, and what pictures of my dog pop up? And I was like, oh my god! And so a Carolina dog is a hunting dog that they've bred in the southeast of America, and they're known for their pointy ears and yeah. their fishhook tails, and they range from like yellow to orange and you know brownish, and they're highly emotional. <laughs> and very sensitive that's
0: so true it's about really Wrigley. Him.
1: and um
0: wait is that true about you
1: i think so sadly yeah. and they think they crossed over from the original dog in the Bering Strait. Huh? they think they crossed over from the landmass so mm. wrigley is like bring it bitch i'm wow. old i'm like ancient i am og dog right <laughs> and we did the dna test and so he has like my next question vishla and which i
0: I've never even heard of a Vishla.
1: Vizsla, And i if you're a Vizsla owner out there, I got to commend you because that dog is very high strong, has a lot of energy, like very barky. There were a couple of Vichlas in Chicago when we would go to Wiggly Field and like, I just <laughs> couldn't. I just couldn't. So... <laughs> Of course, I get a dog that has like a lot of leash in him.
0: Yeah, um, you took on you took on some uh, you you love dogs. I
1: do. <laughs> well, you
0: know, Wrigley also got hit by a car yeah.
1: like very early on in his life. And wait, so, how old
0: was he when you got him?
1: Six months. I mean, they he had all his teeth, and so they're always like six months. Oh. They don't know. I got him from Anti Cruelty in Chicago, He's and they they pulled him from another shelter. So and when you no, saw
0: him, wait, what, what made you go? This is my dog.
1: You know, we first went to the Chicago um, pound, but there had just been a distemper outbreak oh. because the guys running the cages in the, in the vans didn't clean out between the raccoons and the dogs. Oh. And so they had to put down about like three quarters of the dogs. Oh, fucking so no. there were like two dogs available. And one was this huge golden retriever who was in a state of trauma and like shaking and couldn't move and foaming at the mouth and I was like this is not good so we went to anti-cruelty okay. and there was one dog that came in as a pair and somebody adopted one and so she was in a state of trauma and had the worst kennel cough you'd ever seen and there were some puppies. My mom was like, you do not want a puppy. Yeah. You just really don't. And then there was Wrigley. And I took him out. And he was so interested in me. Hopped up and, like, gave me a kiss and was just, like, alert and looking around. and kept coming in and checking with me. And, you know, I didn't know as much about shelters as I do now. And, like, it's a, it's nearly impossible for a dog to really interact with somebody in a shelter because it's so traumatic. That's
0: why I think fostering is the best way it's to go. It's the best way.
1: Absolutely. It's the best way. Absolutely. And so – um, and so, yeah, so I was like, okay, this is it. And I put his little collar on him after I felt out the application was approved. And then he had to get neutered the next day and I picked him up. And that is like one of my favorite memories of Chicago is in the anti-cruelty. Everybody's waiting to pick up their animal. And like <laughs> the sounds of the room when somebody would pick, they'd call their name Aww. and you'd pick them up and it'd be like a little kitten and everybody would go, oh. <laughs> So cute. Good luck. Like the whole room would just, you know. And I heard his little jingle of his, you know, collar, and he came right up to me. He remembered me. He hopped right in the car. We went right home. And I was like, Okay, hey, what do we do? And then he went up the stairs, and he wouldn't come down. I called my mom. I was like, He won't come down the stairs. <laughs> She's like, He will. <laughs> you know. I, you know, how sometimes on NPR you hear the stories where they go out with their microphone. I always wanted to go to that room. And like on like Mondays, it's like Monday or Tuesday afternoons where they after they do the surgeries and people pick them up. It's something about that in there is just – it's it's so nice. That's I don't so know. That's so sweet.
0: It's really cool. That's really sweet. Yeah. So then he got in a hit by a car, went – how old was he? And so how did that happen? And how do you not relive that all the time? I do
1: sometimes. So here's what happened. Um, so my mom still lives in Champaign. And um, – Hi, Mom. Yeah, hi, Mom. She's awesome, by the She's way. She's great, right? So sometimes when, she, when I would travel, she would – Keep him. Because she has a big backyard with like a dog door and a fence. And um he could run in and out. It was like doggy heaven. it's doggy heaven down there. Because yeah. they have like a <laughs> for a while it was an automatic dog door and they like it would step on a thing and it would go
0: Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z.
1: No way yeah. what? Now it's just like a flip flap flip flap dog door with like a huge fence and <laughs> it's like doggy heaven. So he was staying down there and my mom has a iron fence, you know, with like the I- that's an iron fence, right? Like, with like- the rod. Yeah, iron the rods. rod or whatever. And there is one in that fence that is a hair's breadth wider than the rest. But I am in Chicago. It's a Sunday. I get a call from the vet hospital in Champaign that says, did you adopt a dog named King from the Anti-Cruelty Center? Which was his original name because i said king no (laughs) wrigley is a way better name and i said yes i did and they said we have him he was hit by a car on 74 and brought in and i'm like i didn't know if it was a scam where were you were you like i was in chicago because i was but like
0: were you about to do a show were you just just probably, probably and i was
1: just i was out of my i was like is this a scam i don't know what's happening and they were like no he was hit by a car they brought him in So here's what happened. My mom was at church. He was chasing a rabbit or something, found his way out of that one thing, ran for seven miles up (laughs) I-74, was hit, hit so hard the D-ring on his collar broke. (gasps) So he had no tags. And he broke um, his, basically his, uh, what do you call that bone? Timer? femurs on the leg. Yes. Oh, yeah. But tibia. like his tibia, tibia. And like his front his front. The fingers are the phalanges. Thank you. I know that. Um his front right fore le- foreleg, right? That's a foreleg and hind leg. So his yeah, yeah. front l- front left foreleg, he broke the bone. And the people who saw it happen, he like glanced <laughs> off the car. The rabbit was dead. He glanced off the car and then like limped up an exit. Hmm. The people who saw it happen pulled over. They were from Michigan. And they looked for tags, didn't have it, but they were like, this is a loved dog because this collar is an expensive collar. Yeah. They called 911. A state policeman came. My mom likes to say that the hand of God moved through this story. (laughs) Because get this. The state policeman had just retired his canine the previous weekend. So he knew how to care for a dog in shock. He had all the – like he had blankets and everything in his trunk. And – that weekend, the animal control had just started doing their pickup on weekends, so they were able to come and pick him up and take him to the vet. Oh my god! So it it really was like kind of insane. Yeah. And then they call me and I'm like, "Is this a scam for my credit card?" Like, <laughs>
0: right, right. So I call. That's my what da- Chicago does. Exactly. To you. <laughs> so
1: my I couldn't get hold of my mom. She was still at church. So I called my dad. He was still living in Champaign at the time, and he like went right over and like put down the credit cards so they could. Give and him he, surgery, got oh, he got scammed. He got scammed, and he lost everything. Mm. No, um, and so now Wrigley has a metal plate and eight screws in his front foreleg. Wow. You know, and that was a long recovery. And my dad kept him and helped him because you were. I was living in like a two like a upstairs, a, and I, my dad was like, "You're gonna have to carry him down to go outside three times a day. You're yeah. gonna fall." So he and you can't just
0: quit work.
1: No, and he had to be on like a four foot lead for six months oh. because if they run and stop short, it can that plate can fail
0: does he can he predict the weather more now i mean
1: no more than usual okay actually he's always been very sensitive to to thunderstorms oh yeah because
0: he's sensitive
1: very sensitive but um (laughs) my dad healed that dog like you can't tell that he has a plate you know
0: what though i bet that dog healed your dad He probably did. You're joining us now on Two Girls, One Pup. <laughs>
1: Thank you. And if you'd like to make a donation to the dog
0: healing, then, then just send your credit card number in to Two Girls, One Pup, 777 <laughs> seven, seven. Seven, seven three two two four. Up next. How to make pumpkins? Thank you. Should you or should you let your dog do that? Neutering.
1: Is it for the dogs?
0: Okay. So that's Wrigley. So he's special. He's very special. So, you know, he has a huge
1: dis- distrust of anybody in a lab coat. Oh. He has ter- yeah, because
0: he, he was at the doctor's vet, office. You ever tell like, just take your lab coat off? I do. You do? Does it help? And I say,
1: please don't baby talk him. That's terrifying for him. He likes people who are in control. So when people are like, no me, 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 he's like, fuck you. <laughs> so people have to like, this is what we're doing. We're going this way and you're following me. And then he's like, cool, cool, cool. But yeah. if people are just like, Oh, do you want to go back and get an x-ray? He's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> and he won't, but he's just terrified.
0: Now let's talk about you have a second dog.
1: So Zoe, so Wrigley had a best friend named Whitney, and they were owned by Marla and Ted it Whitney was and so Ted called me one morning in February uh, after Wrigley was healed and we were all like "And this month is our house so he was like life. two or three at yeah, the point yeah he was great okay. he was four by this time he was four okay and he was like um, Ted said here's the deal I found this stray dog who had been abandoned in the alley in our um, neighborhood our old, my old neighborhood and she's cute as can be but we already have Whitney and we have twins and we have a baby girl on the way any minute I, I can't keep her and I've already tried to take her down to animal control. They're full. I've tried to take her to anti-cruelty. They're full. Nobody can take her. And if I take her down to animal control, she won't make it to the cages. Like they'll just euthanize her. And, I, and he was like, I, I can't do it. Do you know anybody? And the first time he called, like, do you know anybody looking for a dog? I was like, no. <laughs> but, but in between that call and this call, he, I talked to my dad. My dad was like, I'm looking for a dog. And so I said, actually, my dad is looking for a dog. And I, you know, I said, can you take my dad? I was like, sure, sure, sure. So I said, it's perfect. Drop her off today. I'm actually driving down. My brother, we're going to drive down and then, um, I'll, I'll deliver it to my dad. So <laughs> he dropped her off and she was just this, she had just like this black button nose and this white fur. And she was just like, what am I doing here? I, you know, and so cute. And we drove down to Champagne, and she was kind of like, are you going to skin me? Like, where am I going? I don't know where I am. And then she played and played in my mom's backyard with Wrigley and my mom's dog and was like, this is amazing. And my dad was like, oh, that's great. And and then that night when I got in bed and Wrigley hopped up like, well, this is where we go to sleep. And she was like, oh, okay. And then she laid her head down on my stomach and looked up at me and was like, and fell asleep. And I'm not kidding you. My heart just went, I'm not giving up this dog. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't even a foster. I was a transport, and I failed. You like,
0: I <laughs> felt the pull. You were the UPS guy that was like, this package looks good. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> I mean, I the pull that I felt was so intense. I was like, I I can't. I, this is my dog. <laughs> cool. And so Were my, you like,
0: oh, how do I tell my dad? Exactly.
1: My dad was like, so when do you want us to take her? And I said, you know, I don't feel right just dumping a dog on you. I'll take her back. I'll train her. I'll get her all her shots and everything. <laughs> and he was like, okay. And- he kept checking in and I was like, you know, she's not, she's not quite ready. For a while he still called, he still called, he's like, how's my dog? <laughs> and finally I was like, I can this is my dog. <laughs>
0: But so how so they get along? They're best friends. They do
1: now. We had some fighting. They they had some fighting. So like Wrigley Wait, for now, a while was a have, little bitch. Does
0: this have to do with your accent? Can we talk about this? Yeah, we can. Okay. So they had some
1: they had some fight. Like Wrigley for a while was a little bitch about it. Like when Renee was living with me, Renee Duquesnoy, and we'd be playing, and Wrigley would suddenly just be like, "Get out of here!" And it was just kind of like little it, tip tiffs. Yeah, you know, like barking and. Everybody was like, they'll work it out. They'll work it out. And I wish that I wouldn't have listened to that. I wish that people wouldn't give that advice.
0: Should you have taken him to obedience school? What should you no, have done? No, I think what
1: you just need to do is you need to get help because sometimes they can work it out and sometimes they can't, right? And the problem was that when Zoe came in, because somebody had just abandoned her.
0: You, you don't know their backstories either. No,
1: like, and yeah. also she was living on the streets. So we thought she was as big as she was going to get. And she was smaller than Wrigley when I first got her. She was like 25 pounds and now she's 65.
0: Oh, right. No. So
1: when they first had their dynamic, it was even. And right. then she doubled him in his size. So like things changed. Right. And she had her own trauma. Right. Like she's always terrified of tiny dogs, always terrified of tiny dogs. And so I don't know. Right. I don't know what happened. But and I think that somebody had a baby in their house and that got too much of a dog because I think they just drove her to a nice neighborhood and dumped her out. Uh, because for the first six months in every parkway, she would go to every, every car and sniff, like on every walk. It took forever to walk her. Oh, and that every time she was be sleeping and she heard a baby cry, she would wake up and go search the whole house.
0: That's heartbreaking. It's terrible. It's terrible.
1: But so... They 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 had the greatest time, they had the greatest of times. And then she just when they would have skirmishes, it wouldn't they didn't resolve it. And then she got twice his size, right? So like it used to resolve just because they were on equal footing. Yeah. And then she was sixty sixty five, seventy pounds and he was thirty-five. Right. And he's also kind of he's brain damaged. Like he was hit by a car at seventy miles an hour. So, yeah, he is a special boy. I mean, in the, Me. in the sense that you would think after having his ass whooped many times right. after running into the back of her <laughs> when she's not expecting it and she turns around and whoops his ass, he would learn not to do it. Sadly, right. that is not that is not the case. Like once she was we, when we got snowed in in Chicago, like three feet of snow, she was ass deep. You know, face first in a snowdrift, and he just plowed right in the back of her, and she was like, "Fuck you!"
2: <laughs> and I mean, I was just
1: like, I mean, I can't be mad at you because, right, right, he startled you, and and you, you're both
0: rescue dogs who have your own triggers. What? I mean, right? Can you? And also, you are
1: brain damaged. Like, you had a traumatic brain injury, right? So it's not you get you're you're both so special. I can't stand it. <laughs> so. Anyway, so now now it's great. Like they had one little just recently, but like since we moved out here it's been really wonderful. And now when they have something it's like three seconds
0: and it's super short. Talk about because I don't I actually don't know the full story. I've heard I I remember seeing stuff on Facebook. I remember Mm -hmm. hearing about it and I've heard little bits of stories from people who might have been involved. But is involved? I know. nobody is involved. Not involved, but like who are around, like some of more yeah. people that like you that are in your inner circle. Yeah. So um tell us about this is crazy. Yeah, the so,
1: so the day before Thanksgiving, one year, my mom was my we always go to my brother's for Thanksgiving when I lived in Chicago. And my mom had just gotten in the house and the dogs were like, K-k-k-k-k-k-k-k. And I turned around and I said, Cool it, because that's how I talk to my dogs, you know. Mm-hmm. And they both went, Okay. And I turned around and they went, <laughs> and this is just like barking nothing. And I got so mad that I was like, I just said, cool. it. I turned around and I yanked Zoe and picked her up really hard, really fast and pulled her to me. I don't know why I did this. I don't know what came over me, but I was like, oh, you want to fucking do this? <laughs> right. I just told you to cool it. You cooled it. I turned around. You did it again. You know what I mean? And so I you picked her up. And startled the shit out of her. And she whipped around and we basically like head butted and my lip split from her tooth, cutting it right oh. in two. And I set her down and I was like, <laughs> went through the roof. And my mom was like, What's going on? Come here, you know. And I was like, I ran upstairs. And my mom was like, Can you Upstairs is not the direction we Wait, need to go in. Wait, the story
0: in. you're telling sounds way more chill than I thought it was. Oh, because everybody has their I own version of this. there was like a big, the dogs were like in a huge fight. You no. got in the middle and it like mauled your face. I'm sure that's how people tell it. People have been 100% unhelpful in Be- this regard. Because your lip was way busted though. It was split in two. It was like... But if it were mauled,
1: there would have been so much uh, tissue loss. And it wasn't. It basically went right back together.
0: Oh. I mean, that's bad. It, it sucks, But it- I thought it was like a...
1: <laughs> it's bad. Your lip is bad. Thanks, Monique.
0: No, no, no. I don't mean now. No, that story is bad is what I mean. No, your lip isn't bad. <laughs> right. So that story is bad, but I thought it was like no. this huge mall like a aggressive- which is what
1: I would love to talk about because that period of time and I will probably cry about it. People were fucking horrible. Horrible to me. What do you mean? Oh my god, they said the worst, rudest, most mean things. Like, in this time in my life, it is clearly so traumatic. They would say horrible things about me, about the way I reacted, about my dogs, about the way I should handle my dogs, about what I should do with my dogs now. Like, it was really awful. It was really awful. It's still really painful. Wow. Like, I hate crying about it, but it was so... I was shocked at how uncompassionate people were. People that I were, I would consider friends. People I still consider friends. The things that they said were so unbelievably unhelpful and just rude and insensitive and mean. Wow! It was really intense. It was really intense. the 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 least intense part of it was my injury.
0: Which is crazy. Yeah.
1: Which is crazy.
0: So you just, you went to the emergency room and... Yeah.
1: So I was up in my 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 bed, bathroom screaming and my mom was like, okay, we need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like...
0: And the, the, I mean, the, the, the dogs were fine at that point. It was oh just my God. like, it was, it was an really- accident.
1: Yes. And it wasn't like a big, they weren't even having a big thing. They were basically doing when dogs are like, I mean... I know a fight, let me tell you, I yeah, know a fight. Yeah, And this wasn't. And this was me being like, cut it out, and they didn't, and that cut it out. And I just got mad.
0: I've done that with comet where you're like, uh-uh. Like yeah. I've grabbed his muzzle yes. and like, stop it. You're like
1: And me. why like, I picked up a dog that was in the middle of like get, 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 with the other one. Cause it's one thing when they're like actually trying to inflict harm on one another. It's another when it's just like fang and fur and like yeah. spit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not even that loud and just kind of like
0: your siblings in the back seat being assholes to each other. I mean, sadly,
1: I know the difference. Like, Yeah, you know, of course you do. But, I mean, why I picked – I'll never know. I will never know why I picked her up. I think it's because I was mad and I was frustrated and yeah. I was like, my mom just got here. We got to get – you know, we don't who have time for this shit. Who wouldn't? Yeah. So um, – yeah, anyway, so my mom was like, here, here's a maxi pad. Put it on your face. And I was like, no, I'm going to use this dirty towel from my bathroom. And she was like, I still make fun of her. And she's like, it was clean, it was absorbent, and it was sanitary. Your mom
0: was right. She's not wrong. She If you had a broken nose, it would have been a tampon. Let me tell you. And so then we get in the car and she's
1: driving. She's like, you need to tell me where to go. So I direct, I direct her to Northwestern. And the whole way in the car, I'm screaming bloody murder. And I love well, my mom Out of fear so or
0: out of pain? Fear. it didn't hurt at all
1: i'm like this is my money maker and my mom is like this is my mom. i love my mom so much she goes lisa i know you're upset but screaming right now is not helping it's not helping your blood pressure it's not you're, you're gonna lose blood so you just need to calm down i was like how can i fucking calm down she was like look i know but you, you need to tell me where to go and finally i was like fine with the, you know with a dirty ass towel so we get there and we go right to the ER and she tries to triage me. And I said, um, no, I need to go back right now. And then I go back and I said to the guy, I go, look, I'm sure you're very good at your job, but you're not touching my face. You need to call a plastics consult. And you're and they were like, okay. And this guy came down and he had he was um some fellow that had just come in from Miami and he <laughs> what's cool is that normally, um, People with a uh, dog bite on the face are young kids, Yeah. <clears throat> and so they never hold still. And so everybody wanted to come in and watch because oh. it was a real teaching case in Northwestern a Teaching Hospital. And the guy was like, I can't use these tools in here. So he sent one of his um, residents up to the surgery floor to get a plastics surgical suture kit. And she came back, and she was pale, and she said... I basically signed away my life to bring this down here. I have to watch everything and we have to send it all back. And he's like, okay, we will. And she just, uh, she couldn't even watch the damn procedure because she just didn't watch the thing. He was, he was just like, there's virtually no tissue loss. He's like, it's not a real bite. I mean, it's a bite in the sense that like you startled her, your face connected. Right. But it wasn't, it's not a, it wasn't an." Tack, right and that there's tissue missing and loss and they have to figure out how to piece it together and this the worst part was that it hit right at my cupid bow which is where the two little indentions come up at the top and so, was just, a year, a, later, mm-hmm. just a year later, just a year later, he just um, refashioned it a little bit after all the swelling and, and Do you ever feel self-conscious over? It? All the time. You do uh, more so because there's a little bit of tissue loss just from the way that it came together. Because her, because their canine teeth are serrated, yeah. or the the side teeth are a little bit serrated, but. um Yeah, I mean, of course. It's your face. And so I get a little bit sometimes of Restylane injected just to to even them out. Sure. And um, so I can tell sometimes when it's time because for whatever reason I look in the mirror and I'm like, I'm a monster. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. no. It's just time to even that out a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. But also, thank you. But also I get around it and like I just kind of don't look at it. I don't know, and sometimes like when people make up on it, it's it's not as it's I was not as noticeable. I don't
0: think unless you were looking for it or knew it's not a thing.
1: Yeah, it's not huge. It's like some people, if they get close, they're like, "Oh, did you have a a, a hair lip?" And it's like, "No, no." Um, most people don't ask. Like, and I think as a, as time is going on, like it's not as yeah. noticeable. But
0: did it make you nervous to be around dogs after that, or did you discipline at all. the dog, or no. did you just went back to real life
1: because it wasn't intentional on her part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if it had
0: been, I would have been. Sure. But, no. So now, both your dogs are still, I don't want to, I hope this doesn't offend, but they're kind of special needs. Like, they've... Oh!
1: <laughs> I lovingly refer to them with the word that nobody's supposed to use. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, Because they are. You know what I mean? Because
0: I, when I first moved here and Corey was still gone. Yeah. I watched them. I was supposed to watch them for a week and couldn't because they... I know. They couldn't... I don't want to say I couldn't handle it, but I couldn't. Handle. I don't know if it was me or they couldn't handle, it. and I had to take them to the um yeah to the wait. Did you have both or just Wrigley? I no, I had. I feel like I had both because I thought Zoe was
1: at pooch. no. I did. I,
0: I had both at one point for mm-hmm. like a day or two or mm-hmm. something, and then you took Zoe, Zoe to pooch, yeah, pooch, and then then I just had Wrigley, Wrigley with Comet, and it was fine for a while, and then she just. I mean, first of all, tell us, <laughs> tell us their morning ritual. Well, okay, because Wrigley has
1: horrible separation anxiety. Yeah. And he also he's so much better now, but that first 6 months that we were here was really hard for him. Mm. Like he cuz I remember saying that like he can't be like my landlord was like he's oh, barking mean, all the time. He was knocking on my door. And- it was I know it was crazy stressful for me and I like I couldn't leave the house without um I couldn't leave the house without like taking him to daycare. Right. Cuz it took him a full 6 months to adjust. Wow. I mean it was Expensive and exhausting. Yeah, (laughs) but you know,
0: he's he's he is what he is. You know what I
1: mean? Like, he just he can't he couldn't handle it. The
0: thing that I said, I remember telling Corey, like, yeah, they've got because I mean, the food thing alone, tell us everything that you put in their food just to feed them.
1: So, aside from the fact that they that that he was hit by a car, he's never been sick a day in his life. So – and I credit this because I feed them like crazy good food. You really do. I feed them crazy good food and they don't do pumpkin anymore. But they used to do like organic pumpkin and like fresh veggies or fresh organic veggies right. frozen. Um, and then uh, they used to get – They sometimes they get um, probiotics.
0: No. My list was like, okay. I don't do it did... as
1: much anymore because now they have like pills for – Oh, that's right, right. Supplements for their back problems oh
0: I so, just remember being like two scoops of coconut oil yeah plus some flaxseed plus yeah. a little bit of xanax and yeah. then you mix in some pumpkin and then there was like a certain way they had to sit and then I had to put their food on and then I had to give them like, yeah it was a very intense ritual just it for is breakfast. but you know what
1: they do well with routine like sure. they really do well with routine
0: and so yeah so like they
1: <laughs> and because I'll tell you if I forget to give them their treats Zoe is like she'll sit in the kitchen and just stare at me hello hey remember this thing we're supposed to do over here exactly yeah and i think for when i have people sitting them i like to recreate that routine as strictly as possible because otherwise they're like what the fuck is happening yeah um yeah i mean they're just nutty little dogs
0: but i feel like again (laughs) the universe making its way or whatever blah 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 you you paired with what you're supposed to be paired with yeah And i don't think there's a lot of people that would put that much love and time and no. care into those dogs no they're very lucky and that they're sense. really sweet but they just take a lot of attention yeah and i they think do. that's an extra wonderful thing about you that clearly fulfills thank you back Thank you thank
1: you um, i mean and now like yeah now wrigley is a totally different dog now that he's not i'm he cuddles all the time he
0: comes to our show i know and he loves it
1: such a good time last time.
0: That's so great. So talk about Dog Moms web series.
1: So I hate myself with a fiery passion for being such a fan of Dance Moms (laughs) on Lifetime TV. And I've watched it for now six seasons and I can't stop. And I don't like reality TV. I hate reality TV. Even reality TV with a great uh, uh, built-in mechanism like Amazing Race. I don't like it. I don't watch it. I don't watch reality TV. I don't I don't like reality TV as a construct cuz I like to be employed as an actor.
0: Yeah. So agreed.
1: I only watch Dance Moms and <laughs> I only watch sometimes I catch uh Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and I do watch the Prancing Elites.
0: That is three things. That is wh- three Do you know more how many things? people watch
1: the entire pre- uh, Real Housewives franchise no, which is I like 17 shows? I can't. I can't.
0: And I look I
1: hate myself for watching Dance Moms. <laughs> hate. <laughs> so I just was like, for years I've been trying to figure out how to satirize it because it's already so extreme, it's hard to satirize. Sure. And I couldn't figure it out, and couldn't figure it out. And then was meeting with a group of women trying to, like, talk about it and, like, I need to do this, I need to do this. And somebody said, what about dogs? And I said, Ding. thank you. And just pulled it together. And we improvised it. And we shot for two days only.
0: How close is Waggy Lee to whoever the dance mom cuz I don't
1: watch. Oh, the please dance don't start. Mom. Let me be a poster child. Do I, okay. not start. It is addictive.
0: Is it, it is, is she as close to Waggy Lee? I mean Yeah. How heightened is Waggy Lee? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Abby Lee Miller is a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> so, uh I'm not too far off from her, right? So, uh what I wanted to do was I realized if there were a show where somebody was yelling at dogs, I would You wouldn't c- want you couldn't well, watch it? First of all, everything that we talked about in the beginning of this podcast, yeah. I would do everything in my power to stop this show. Right. So why do I watch with glee for six years <laughs> women? P- putting these small girls in emotionally abusive <laughs> right situations. right
0: because you're also a feminist that's also surprising that you're into that show i hate myself monique <laughs> i can't stop that's fair okay so
1: like i'm tense in my body thinking about it right <laughs> like so i was like okay this is how i'm gonna do it so watching me yell at dogs and it makes it worse
0: but also as somebody who produces a comedy show for dogs there's a lot of pressure. And sometimes Comet is fucking embarrassing. And I'm like, we've wow. practiced. Comet, we've rehearsed. Look, Comet you has... just want to show up and get the paycheck? He does. You want, you want the treats? Yes, he does. Do some fucking work for it. No, he's not willing to work. No. no. He just wants to go get the free popcorn that we have at the show. I'll say it. He's a millennial. What? I said it. Oh, I know. So,
1: so I made this... Pot, I made this web series. So I we shot for two days only and we improvised it and I beat out what I wanted to have. And we had the dogs on set one day. None of the dogs were professional actor dogs, working dogs. Um,
0: that was clear. No, just kidding. It was very
1: clear. <laughs> and I just said to my director, like, you have to know that you're working with improvisers. So you have to tell us to shut up. Otherwise, we'll we'll talk Forever. for 14 hours. Yeah. And you have to get everything because I'm not having these dogs on set for two days. You have to do it in one day. Yeah. And he was like, Okay. It just needed – it was like – it took a village. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, was, it looked like so much fun. It was great. And I wanted so badly for this dog named River who I'm just in love with. Like I am a fan of this dog and she doesn't even know me And, like, <laughs> um, uh, because my dog used to hike with her and she <laughs> – she got overwhelmed. She shut down when she showed up on set and Aww, so she couldn't do it and I was like no baby. I don't want her to do this and so yeah. we just borrowed the neighbor's dog like who also was like this is not my jam you know <laughs> and it was just like a lot of treats and some dogs couldn't have treats like it was just a real oh yeah
0: like some like Riggins is allergic to peanut butter it was I mean yes, and then some a... <laughs> dogs were
1: like gluten allergic like everything was it was <laughs> I, it's amazing. I mean, I just really glad Deanna was like, "Can you really just enjoy it?" And I was like, "Yeah." And so I just made the choice. I was like, "Everything's great. Everything's yeah. great." And meanwhile, it was just like,
0: <laughs> but also that's part of the character. Part of the character in the show is they're <laughs> they're screwing it up. So you can comment on that. And I mean, people ask me all the time when I tell them the concepts of my show. They're like, "Yeah, but is it ever like chaotic? Like, do the dogs bark?" And like, well. Yeah. yeah, I invited dogs to my show. so watching professional comedians <laughs> who get paid to do this completely lose their shit because a dog ruins their joke is so funny to yes. me. Like watching them just not be able to handle it. My favorite part is when they realize, and they I've seen it so every, many times,
1: that they go, I'm actually doing a show in front of dogs. <laughs> I like have- they
0: didn't know it was going to happen even though they signed on for it. I'm like, you guys, there will be dogs. They don't sit still. They will probably hump. They, like, just,
1: mm-hmm. you, you know, you know what I'm talking about. It just at some point they're like, oh, God, I'm actually doing a show for dogs. <laughs> and
0: I tell them, too, like, you don't have to do dog material because I know it doesn't matter. They're going to talk about the dogs that are there because you can't help it. Yeah. At Lisa Linky, we're going to do one final. Final game here. This, this has is been
1: so fun. This has been the most fun. I know what I feel like. I didn't learn anything about you. I'm sorry. You know,
0: um, some episodes, it's a little more back and forth. And on this one, this I, one just, I just... Didn't no, I just talking. wanted to like sit here and give butterfly eyes to you and just be like, this is so wonderful to hear you mm. talk about your, your stories and your dogs. And Thank you. I know you, but it's nice to get to know you even more. And this was great. It's okay for me to shut up sometimes. Okay. okay. You hear that, Corey? I said it's okay for me to shut up sometimes. All right. We're going to play a little game. I love games. Called Off the Leash. 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 Woof. You have to answer these questions as quickly as you can without yes. pausing too long. You ready? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite dog name?
1: Buster. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite dog name is probably something like... <sighs> fuck I can't fuck
0: is a great dog no, name.
1: no somebody says oh Natalie Kosar is visiting and she wanted to she wanted to get a dog name at French toast and I thought that was fucking hilarious <laughs> that's a
0: great name yeah but I
1: do like when people name their dogs like um Bob or Bert
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah it has to be like an old lab human names are good yeah says the person with a dog name comment yeah. after full house uh least favorite dog name
1: things that are like Fruity, like
0: oh, um, unicorn
1: tuberdu. <laughs>
0: Although, if there's a dog named uniform, tup-er-doo? Unicorn unicorn tuberdu, I mean, I don't like when people
1: uh just almost said I don't like when people choose the name for the dog before they get it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't like when people um uh make a dog into like a a, a an accessory. Oh, right? like
0: like a Prada or yeah. like a yeah yeah. There's a lot of them out here. This is my dog Bangle
1: and yeah. my other dog Sparkle.
0: <laughs> no. What's your favorite dog movie?
1: I don't watch them. You get too sad. I cannot. I watched my dog Skip once and I cried for two days. <laughs> I'm too tender hearted. You're Wrigley. I'm too tender hearted. I am Wrigley. I can't. I can't. I watched Yellow Dog, like Adventure Return Home Yellow Dog or something like that. And I mean, it's it's too hard. <laughs> And that's just not dog movies. Like, I haven't seen Glory because I know I can't do it. It will hurt my heart so hard.
0: The only movie I can think of that's that way for me is The Green Mile.
1: That was very painful.
0: I I mean, sobbing in the movie theater. Mm -hmm. And I'll never watch it again. It was way too sad. The mouse. The mouse. (laughs) I was not thinking of the animals, but sure. Of course I was, yeah. (laughs) Uh, You're obsessed with dogs. Yes. You love all dogs.
1: Yes, I'm answering these very quickly.
0: What is the one thing that a dog could do that would make you not love it?
1: Be Donald Trump.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's
1: hard. It's hard for a dog for me not to love it. Even when they do something like kill a rabbit, I'm like, well, it's a circle of life issue. Yeah. I have a problem with it. Absolutely. But I get it.
0: Okay. I get it. What if a dog voted for Trump?
1: Well, dog's an asshole. But you know what? He's exercising his right as an American.
0: Okay. It's only if he was Donald Trump. That's mm-hmm. fair. Totally fair. Right? All right. Um, I would like to have Waggy Lee answer this <clears> question, <throat> if that's okay. All right. Waggy Lee, what is your favorite dog name? Win. Winner. What's your least favorite dog name? Loser. Yeah, I thought so.
1: Uh, Waggy Lee, do you like... Actually, I'm going to say Caddy, because that's my nemesis, Caddy. Oh, fair. Mm -hmm. Fair. I have seen that episode two, I believe.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, What is... uh, What's your favorite dog movie, Waggy?
1: Mm. The one starring Maddie. (laughs) That hasn't been made yet.
0: It's coming soon. It should be. Okay.
1: There should be one made about her.
0: What... What is the most important thing? The most important. Me.
1: Keep going. I'm sorry. I interrupted no, you. I'm told abs- that that's rude.
0: That's you're absolutely <clears throat> right on that. Now you're going to be judging the two girls, one pup show coming up. Yes. What are you looking for for the winner? Success.
1: Oh, how to choose the winner. Yes. Well, there's a certain, I don't know, je ne sais quoi. I feel like you can tell a winner. They just look that way that you can smell it. You can see it. They possess a thing that you just want to, like, take from their essence and wring it out and, like, put it in your body so you live longer. And if they don't have it, then you don't care if they're there or not. You don't care if they run away, if they're leashed, or if they have their vaccinations. You don't. it doesn't bother you.
0: It's going to be a delight to have you on the show.
1: Thank you. I'm also told that that's true.
0: Yeah. Lisa Linky. Oh my God, you've so fun. Thank you so much for being on the show. You can follow Lisa Linky on Twitter at It's Linky, L I N K E. And check out the Dog Moms web series on Facebook at Dog Moms web series. And you can follow us on Twitter at Two Girls One Pup Show. We're also on Instagram under the same name on Facebook at Two Girls One Pup. And check out our website, twogirlsonepupshow.com. We got a lot of cool stuff going on there. The Two Girls, One Pup, Pupcast is produced by myself and Sammy Junio and is part of the Hello Lion Face podcast network. Additional contributions and Googling by Corey Rittmaster. Our theme music was created by Matthew Lauren Cohen. The Two Girls, One Pup logo was designed by Lindsay McRae and the Pupcast logo was redesigned by Heather Hanford. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, share, review, shout it from the rooftops, howl at the moon. Tell people about us. Thanks. sit comet sit i said sit don't embarrass me dog
1: coming right up callers we have our next
0: hour of dog showers dog showers the new golden showers some people
1: have their dog pee on them in the shower is that right is that wrong is that legal who are we to judge who are we to Try.
0: I'd like to try it. We're going to try it and judge it coming up next on this episode of Golden Showers Dog Showers.